and welcome to the conversation. Mini. I'm Heil Russell, and I'm Cameron Regal. And Cameron, here we are again for yet another conversation mini centered around Mario Kart Tour. But this might, in fact, be the last one because the current tour in Mario Kart Tour, the anniversary tour for the game's fourth anniversary, will be the last with any brand new content. Beginning with this Wednesday's Battle Tour, all content will be recycled for as long as the game remains in service. And to be clear, the game is not functionally ending, per se. It's still being supported by Nintendo. It's still going to be cycling through old tours, which you can pick up and play on your phone or tablet. You can download it still... Um, it's still going to be live. You can race against other players. You can make progress, level up characters. It's not a a Dr. Mario World situation. Right, right. The doctor is still in, in this case. Yeah, you can still get him with rubies. (laughs) All of that, like, it's, the game still exists, but the, like, living aspect of it, where it's constantly updated with new features, that has come to an end. And we've discussed this possibility here on the conversation a few times, especially when we started noticing, it, it, I think it became clear to anybody moderately engaged with the game that the new characters were definitely slowing down from what they used to be. There would be some tours where the only new character would be, here's a me costume in a slightly different color than before. It's like, oh, okay, the writing's kind of on the wall. But that being said, now that we're finally here, the bandage has been ripped off. I have to say, it's still kind of affecting me a little bit. I would have never thought I would have been glum upon receiving this news. Because, again, this isn't, again, Dr. Mario World or anything. Like, the game still exists for now. But, you know, Mario Kart Tour has kind of become... Uh, part of my lifestyle, part of my DNA. You know, I I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, and a a cup of tea is also the basis for several carts you can drive in the game, but I enjoyed seeing what wacky character variants would pop up, what real-world city tracks would, you know, make themselves known. It was fun to get this content once I began appreciating what the game actually was. And, you know, it became part of my Wednesday morning ritual, uh, especially when a new tour would launch every other week. I would wake up and, you know, the first thing I would do is grab my phone, install the update, and play the first several cups while still in bed. You know, that would be my morning cup right there is the cups in Mario Kart Tour. And, you know, you'd also just examine all the new characters, uh, the the me costumes, the carts, the badges, the, the prizes you could get for making progress. It became just a fun custom for me. And I'm, I'm sad to see that ending, at least as far as the uh, new content front goes. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of a I don't I don't really know how to feel about this. Um 
because I have kind of gotten in the rhythm of playing Mario Kart Tour once a day to do my daily, like, quick race and mm. check the shop, check who's traded coins with me. Right. Um, but at, at the same time, um, you know, I'm in a different position in my life than I was when I started Mario Kart Tour, where it's just getting a, a more, more and more inconvenient to bang out every single tour and you know, get the uh, final reward for completing the tour. Um, I've relied a lot lately on the auto race function because I just <laughs> don't have time to, which I'm, I'm very glad that's in the game now. Um, yeah. Um, very, very useful feature. If you just, just want to prioritize the stuff that is important to you and kind of coast on your, exp gain and coins yeah like people have the impression that like i i'm in, too invested in this game i'm really not this is this is like i've explained before on the conversation it's kind of this mindless activity i do while i'm doing other things that you know if i can afford my thumbs and like one eye on the screen for you know a, a little bit then it's just kind of a you know, this is in lieu of doom scrolling the news on my phone or like, uh, checking. As point of comparison, I don't think this is like how both of us are with Sea of Thieves. No, no, of course not. No, th this is more this uh, kind of kind of an ambient game, just just kind of there in the background when I'm sitting on the couch uh, with with my wife watching something, or you know, um, you know brushing my teeth or whatever like th this is just kind of background noise but you know my turnaround on this game i think has been one of the most dramatic short-term mind changes i've had on dk vine towards a game that i was initially kind of frosty towards and you know usually it takes me years to warm up to a game to, to the point where um you know i i have any affection for it so you know, I, I think Mario Kart Tour for me was all about getting into the right headspace for what it was, how it played, and how I was supposed to engage with it. This was not just a handheld Mario Kart game in the same vein as Mario Kart 7 or Mario Kart DS. This is something completely different, something unique, but something that, you know, it, it became part of my day-to-day -day life, even just as, as background noise. And... Like I said, the thing I'm most sad about seeing go as far as the new content is just it, it was fun seeing what would pop up, no matter how weird, how stupid it was. Uh, th there became something joyful about seeing these beloved but stagnant characters, these IPs, get put through the ringer in absurd costumes and scenarios. It was the same sort of thing I loved about Mario Odyssey, but everybody's in on the fun this time instead of just Mario and Peach. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, we we talked quite a bit earlier this season about the Donkey Kong Gladiator costume and just how uh, fun it is to see Donkey Kong in that. But I mean, it, it goes beyond just my own love affair with the Kongs. There's, of course, uh, Luigi with the big sausage has kind of become our our meme. Our, our our totem as far as like 
what what's the one character variant that just distills everything absurd about this game in one singular <laughs> package it's luigi holding a big sausage on a fork wearing lederhosen um but there, there's that kind of stuff that i'm gonna miss pop up but there's also just things like you know the the city tracks which was the big I think initial gimmick for this game was it's Mario Kart tour. It's Mario Kart taking on the world, the real world. And and you're going to be visiting cities across the globe. And of course, all of these cities, or or we assume most of them will be in the booster course pass um, come the, the um, wave six. Like I know just trying to predict patterns is a losing game with Nintendo, but, the specific way that they've rolled out everything so far, like they're on pace to have every city track and every original track from tour. Right. So, I mean, we've got those preserved in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, should anything happen to Mario Kart tour. But, you know, we, we still haven't gone to some cities. Like I was kind of looking forward to, should they pop up like Mexico city or, or Rio or Glasgow, or even Chicago, or Seoul, or just any other city around the world that you could name, be it, you know, a, a central airport hub or a legitimate tourist destination. I would, I would love, like, we haven't gone anywhere in South America. Like, I, I would have loved to have seen the characters there. But, you know, as I just alluded to, as we just alluded to, it's kind of obvious that the content is ending with the end of the booster course pass as well. There's a synchronicity there that cannot be ignored. So it kind of makes one wonder uh, what's up with that and what is next for the Mario Kart brand as a result. Because I've, as far as we know, Mario Kart Tour is still lucrative enough of a cash cow for Nintendo um, that they're, they're not pulling the plug on the servers. They're still supporting it. It's not a Mar- uh, Dr. Mario World situation where they're just like, well, we tried it. It failed. Nuts to this. Uh, they're, they're still keeping it live because it's still pulling in enough money for them to make it worthwhile. But it as sad as I am to see it end, honestly, if they do keep it online and just recycling old content, it, part of it is kind of a relief because there is a logical stopping point now. Yes. There is an end goal. Right. It, it's not just uh, I'm hoarding rubies hoping a funny Donkey Kong variant is, is in the game or the Diddy Kong Me racing suit, which, damn it, Cameron, I really wanted a Diddy Kong Me racing suit, but it's okay. It's okay. But... You know, it makes makes one wonder, you know, they had the booster course pass, they had Mario Kart Tour, both are ending now, so what are they going to be working on? And of course, everybody is immediately going to think Mario Kart 9 for for whatever successor to the Switch, be it the Switch 2 or whatever they're going to call it. That, that raises U. a question, do you think yeah. they're going to count Mario, Mario Kart Tour as part of the numbering? Because oh. I honestly don't know. I don't they they do treat it like a full legitimate Mario Kart game. There's not that distance between it it and the brand like there is the uh arcade games. Right. Like they freely promote characters as who are in the booster course uh DLC as being from Mario Kart Tour. 
Right, right. But I, I also view Mario Kart Tour as kind of a, I, I don't know, it's, it's almost like it's become part of the language and makeup of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at the very least, where they're kind of sister titles. And so it would be, I, I think it would be weird to jump from Mario Kart 8 to Mario Kart 10. I don't even know if they're going to keep the numeric branding um, because that's that's a relatively recent thing in Mario Kart as well. But um, I, I think everybody still will think of it as Mario Kart 9, um, whether you can parse out if it's a Super Smash Brothers 4 uh, situation. It, it, oh, does does do both of these games count as four? Is this four and five? Doesn't really matter. But um, the next console Mario Kart game, we'll, we'll call it that. Um, if if it's all hands on deck for that, um, that it it raises the question if, if they're they're pulling in the tour people to also work on that, and we don't know if they are. This is just naked speculation, but. Will the abundance of features in Mario Kart Tour that necessitated all the people constantly working on it, will that be a feature of the next console Mario Kart game? I guess that's sort of why I am... The question is on my mind, like, are they going to count this as a numerical entry? Because as easy as it is, um, Mr. Course Pass notwithstanding, to view Mario Kart Tour as... Being in its own like little bubble that is often its own little corner from the rest of the Mario Kart series, there are lessons I want the next console Mario Kart to take from Mario Kart Tour. There are genuinely interesting, fun ideas explored in this um, money-grubbing gotcha game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking of money-grubbing... This came up in the DK Vine inner circle when the, this news broke and we were all talking about what the future may entail. And it was proposed that maybe um, the next console Mario Kart game will be more of a living game. Not, not in the Sea of Thieves sense, per se. Like, you're still going to have a, a set amount of, you know, tracks, at least at first, but... Maybe there's going to be a DLC shop uh, with a constant stream of new characters and carts and me costumes like Mario Kart Tour. And I know people would hate that. I, I, I can just hear the vitriol from here up, upon suggesting it. And I, I understand why. You know, anytime you have to pay more money from the initial cost of the game, I, I think people will allow yeah. a DLC cycle... Um, to a limited degree, but for it to be a constant thing, like beyond the booster course pass, right? Like people would have a fit, but, you know, having the Pirate Emporium and Sea of Thieves, it's kind of trained me to, you know, I, I'm more picking and choosing now. I don't feel like I have to get everything in the Pirate Emporium, especially with captaincy and having set, you know, ship designs. Um, I'd almost be for it if it would mean we could actually get the characters we want, the the carts we want, having that greater variety and, you know, customization to my taste. Like, if, if this is what gets us Dixie Kong in a Mario Kart console game, if this is what gets us all those fun Donkey Kong carts that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe does not have, and if I could just buy it, you know, a la carte, pun intended, then 
I would almost be saying, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, let's do it. Yeah, I know people would definitely balk at the degree of monetization that would imply, but I here's the thing with me is that it is like it well established and by that I mean the hard data is there for all to see um with the sales numbers of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on Switch um Mario Kart games will sell forever yeah. once they come out on the console yeah um and they will not make a second one for that same console right um so when you do that, you that's why the booster course pass was such a shock because everybody sort of assumed, well, we got a Mario Kart right at the beginning of the, the console's lifespan. Um, you know, aside from home circuit, we're done. That's it. Um and I would I think that there is ripe opportunity for a living game that carries Mario Kart through the entire lifespan of a console because it doesn't get iterative sequels either like Splatoon does Yeah, um, on the same console. Um, but I think there is definitely room to explore like that sort of um, like season pass, DLC shop sort of ongoing content model for Mario Kart, especially because... Um, I'm looking at Mario Kart Tour has evidenced very well for me that Mario Kart can be a constant drop-in, drop-out affair for me day-to-day. Yeah, for sure. I, I had never thought of it in those terms, you know? And the, the I, I think the lessons learned from Mario Kart Tour and the Booster Course Pass shows that, you know, you have a Mario Kart game at launch or near launch and then just keep it going and keep people engaged with new characters, um, new new tracks, new carts. And it can just be this, you know, pe- people, again, will bulk. They, they will not like the idea of, I'm sure there will be, you know, ways you can save if you just want to get everything. But you know, I, I would be for that if it meant that we would never be left wanting in, in the next Mario Kart game. Yeah, I, I also want it for the selfish reason that I can't do the Diddy Kong dance again, Heil. I We just got him in Mario Kart 8. No, At the no. very end of the line. I don't want to have to do this again. Just keep, even if he's not in the base <laughs> launch game, just keep that window open at all times and just say Diddy will crawl in eventually and I would be satisfied, you know? And for the record, I know people are also going to be pulling out their hair at us, even, even suggesting this, but I don't want all of the wacky character variants in the next Mario Kart game as, like, separate characters. I don't want a just awful character select screen where you have to cycle through 40 different Luigis or Peaches to, you know, to, to get to what you want. I think a good idea would be character costumes that would carry over those those appearances and those gimmicks but it would just be applied to the base character i think that would be the best way to go about it so then you could also you know extra monetization for nintendo it's like oh you know we we've got these new uh rosalina costumes we've got the this new bowser costume yes we've got a donkey kong costume and you could buy that and apply it to donkey kong whenever you want in the game i think that would be just the best way to go about it 
And and then also maybe you know, they're not as expensive as full characters. It's just little um, accoutrements, little tweaks, augments you can make to the character. Uh, dress them up your way. I, I, I think that level of customization, that level of um, putting your own personality or your preferred personality onto your your roster in, in Mario Kart would be brilliant. I, 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 don't, I don't know why they wouldn't do this. I'm talking myself into this as we speak. It, it uh, also, like as I've seen with other titles, diversifies like online play so yeah. that say if four people in a race have picked Luigi, they're not all base Luigi. One of them can be um, Luigi with his vintage overalls. One of them can be Luigi with the big sausage. One yeah. of them can be Builder Luigi. It's uh, Vacation Luigi, etc. I'm thinking back to 2014 when Mario Kart 8 came out on the Wii U and a bunch of DK Vine staffers and friends were playing it together and it was just the sea of brown fur because we were all just racing as Donkey Kong. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> it, it, funny, but not visually interesting. But yeah, you get you get Donkey Kong in a gladiator suit. You get the Donkey Kong Jr. SNES sprite. You get, you know, you, you can do a lot with it. And um, that's exciting to me. And of course, I would be going all in for all the Kong variants. Just like I did Mario Kart Tour. You know, it, it's, it's going to be weird for me too. Like, the end of Tour content just thinking, well, I have all the Donkey Kong stuff in the game. Like, aside from a badge or two, that's true for me now. I have all the Donkey Kong content in the game, Cameron. Uh, I've, I've almost got them all leveled up, like, maxed out. Um, I, maybe that's going to be my breaking point where I fully lose interest. I don't know. But, yeah, it, if you could keep that as just a evergreen thing on the next Switch or or the Switch successor, and just have Mario Kart be constantly in uh, discussion, and people wouldn't be left wondering, well, when's the next Mario Kart? It just could be like, no, this is Mario Kart right here, right now. I mean, it's, it's possible they could also be taking the the tour team to do like Mario Kart ninety nine or something like that, but I very much doubt it. I think the next Mario Kart game is going to be an Omni all-encompassing title taking the best of both worlds into one package i i certainly hope it is because uh, mario kart has a nasty habit of doing something i really like in one game and then pretending it never happened yeah. in the next one let's end, so uh, let's, let's end it the booster course pass was a step in the right direction let's go all the way yeah. people but maybe this would be better saved for a mario kart 9 or or mario kart 10 or whatever speculation episode this is this is about mario kart tour and as we wrap up this mini i thought we would pay tribute uh the the both of us cameron um i i was wondering if you would like to share because i certainly would from mario kart tour what were your favorite original characters added to the game your favorite character variants your favorite cart, and we'll say favorite city track. If you don't have a favorite city track, then maybe just a, a track that first debuted in Mario Kart Tour. Yeah. Um. So I guess for the fav- my favorite character variant, um, this feels like a cheat, but I'm just gonna say it. Um, okay. it, the so when King Boo shows up in Mario games, 
they've kind of settled on ever since I think Double Dash this um this specific design for him that is different from the Luigi's Mansion design that is just kind of a regular boo with a crown, but he's really big and has a big tongue. Right. Mario Kart Tour um, introduced a variant of King Boo, King Boo Luigi's Mansion, which gives him the very um, distinct, creepy look he specifically has in the in the Luigi's Mansion games. And... I love that. I want that to be his standard look in Mario games going forward. Um, <laughs> that clearly doesn't seem to be happening. So I, I will settle for um, Mario Kart having that as just an, an alt option. I agree. He looks he look he looks like a more interesting character for me as, as somebody who's not even on the Luigi's Mansion. Uh, like fandom train, like I I look at the Luigi's Mansion King Boo and I'm like, I I I like the way that guy looks. And uh, I guess as far as the the carts, um, so I'm kind of a I kind of have favorites of of two minds um with this, which is um in a kart racing game, I tend to prefer carts that look like actual real world vehicles. I'm I'm a boring normie like that, I guess. You're 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 a car person. I mean, I I think that makes sense considering you've uh like th- that's one of your areas of interest. It 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 makes sense. The same reason why I can't abide purple monkeys in games or purple gorillas cuz I'm I I love apes, I love monkeys, I love primates and I'm like they don't have purple fur. What are you doing? And for that reason, um they they kind of knocked it Right out of the park very early on with the... Uh, this comes in several different, like, variant colors. I'm not sure which one's my favorite, but the um, the taxi um, mm-hmm. that they added to tie in with the, the New York Minute track. Um, it's a very, like, like classical, like, 50s, 60s-style taxi. Just, just a very fun, like, classic-looking vehicle. They've done it in a bunch of cool colors. They've done, like, a rainbow chrome. They've done red. Um, they've done one with the giant heart on the hood. So I feel like those are my favorite carts, um, like, in terms of, like, things I would, like, probably pick if they were, these were to be carried into the next console Mario Kart. Yeah. That said, in pure, like, out-and-out indulgent silliness, I love the Combo Cruiser. <laughs> Um, which is a cart that was added in the Los Angeles tour alongside Charge and Chuck. And it is like a ballpark, um, like combo meal with a, with a giant (laughs) burger, um, fries, a a soda. It's so ridiculous. I, I kind of love it. It's a real, like, it reminds me of the Good Burger Mobile. Or, or like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. They were going for like an all American tour, and so it was L.A. It was a f- uh, American football player in charge and Chuck, and it was just fast food. <laughs> um, in, in the live stream, Astro Pipsy is giving a shout out to Private Investigator Baby Rosalina, which is a real variant. It, it's a Sherlock Holmes, um, pastiche, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm not sure where those dots connect, but it is a very fun idea. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it it's one of the 
like it's it's one of the charms of Mario Kart Tour that grows on you over time. Initially, you're just like, "What is this?" and then you're just like, "All right, sure, B- baby Mario as a koala, sure, whatever." Um, all right, so for me, I I'm I mean, you could probably guess some of mine. Uh, my my favorite OG character um, is Dixie Kong. I how could it not be? How 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 could it not be Dixie Kong? Um, she, oh, if we're allowed to pick regular characters, yeah, then, yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, um, well, I mean, regular character and variant. Um, D- Dixie. Yeah, I was under the impression we were only picking variants. It's, no, no, Dixie no. is my favorite brand new edition. I well, assumed. I assumed like you didn't have to say anything. I figured Dixie would be <laughs> uh, important to just like if uh, Gibbon was on this, she wouldn't have to say anything. I knew Pauline would be the answer, but, um, yeah, for, for me, like Dixie, she's, she's my go-to character in this. Um, if, if, you know, I, I'm choosing and I'm not just going based, you know, who, who has the three item frenzy, um, like Dixie is just, she's, she's so well animated. She's so much fun. And it's just great to see her in this context. It's a shame she's not in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but, um, Dixie, my favorite character variant, you might think Donkey Kong Gladiator. Um, and of course, that's the character variant I use the most. But if if I'm being honest, if I'm being truthful, it is Luigi with the big sausage. Um, it's <laughs> it's just, it's such a stupid idea. It, it almost seems like a piss take. Uh, it almost seems passive aggressive <laughs> in some way. And I I just, whenever I see him on the track, whenever I'm racing against him, just seeing him do his like little jumps and and holding up the sausage, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm what a time to be alive. Um, so th- that's that's my favorite character variant. Uh, my favorite cart is the Banana Master, which is what I put Dixie in uh, whenever I'm driving as her. If you're familiar with Mario Party Nine, it's it's similar to the DK's Banana Slider vehicle you would drive around and then just elongated a little bit um but yeah it looks great with her ponytail too it's just just the perfect cart for dixie kong and uh my favorite city track is los angeles laps aforementioned los angeles laps just because out of all the cities in mario kart tour it's the one i've actually lived in for any significant time and it's the one i've visited every year for e3 and so it's it just fun for me to actually get to drive the kongs around in a familiar environment you know the santa monica pier um, over dodger stadium through downtown um and because every time we went to e3 every time we personally attended e3 because Donkey Kong refused to appear, at least I can bring him to the L.A. Convention Center myself. This has been a File 2 production. Terrico.